Saturday morning. We just time to check in with Michelle Cummins. It's the Cummins Real Estate Group Show. My name is Curtis Pope. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's time to rise and shine. Well, we're going to start with a jingle. I like that. That sounds like a coffee commercial or something. Oh, I, I don't have my coffee in hand. Okay, we'll keep it for next week. I can hear it now. Cummins Christmas Coffee. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yeah, I can hear it now. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> well, that's what we're moving into. We're, we're, it's called non-traditional revenue, and now we're going to start writing jingles, and we're going to perform them. Oh, why not have fun? <laughs> Nobody well, wants to hear me sing. I'm telling you that now. Hey, that would be a special, a special hour. This hour with Curtis Pope. Hear the tunes from Curtis Pope himself. I hey. don't know if you can have actual negative listeners, but that's what would happen. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. Like karaoke with Curtis Pope. Okay, okay. well, this quick little story for you here, and I'm going to make it real quick. Long story short, when I was working in Prince George at my first radio job, I was out with some friends, uh, my, a bunch of my wife's friends, and the one had a karaoke machine in her house. And after a few Captain and Cokes and a Garth Brooks Greatest Hits karaoke disc, um, they ended up somehow getting recordings of it and getting it to my coworkers. Oh, yes. <laughs> and there's that fine line with alcohol of giving you the ability to sing and then taking away that ability. And I crossed that ability line. Oh, I have to. Do they still have Oh, you know what? The sad thing is there is there still is copies floating around of me uh, singing Colin Baton Rouge and Friends in Low Places. And, yeah, it, it was not pretty. Oh, that would be so fun. I, oh, karaoke is fun. Come on. Well, yeah, but you see, now, if I haven't indulged in too much <clears throat> Captain and Coke, then I'm more likely going to take something that I can probably, maybe sort of, possibly, you know, stumble my way through, like a Johnny Cash song. Or, you know, my go-to has always been Mac the Knife by Bobby Darren. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I could just see a, a, a per, an hour or something, something to where you we got to hear this. <laughs> like a karaoke. Oh my gosh, that'd be so fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was not. They actually they played a great trick on me. They made commercials, fake commercials, <laughs> uh, about this you know compilation album you could order. And they would sneak it into my music logs. So I'd be sitting there minding my own business doing my show, and all of a sudden this horrendous singing would come on. <laughs> You've got some great coworkers. Oh, they, they were jerks to me, I tell you. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Oh, the other day, well, I mean, this is a couple weeks ago, actually, not the other day. Richard brought up his uh, one of his, I don't know, amps or whatever and a microphone because I'm always like, I want a karaoke machine. I want a karaoke machine. He's on Michelle. I have a whole studio down the they, you're not getting a karaoke machine. I'm all every year. I ask for a karaoke machine for Christmas. No, still don't have one. So finally, he, he drug up his his amp and the microphone, and, and I had a few drinks and I got to have fun. Luckily, my neighbors are like ten acres away, so they didn't hear the mess. Yeah, see, I have my drum kit in the basement, and because it's an electric kit, all you're hearing is kind of tapping upstairs because I got the headphones on, and I find myself <laughs> singing along sometimes. I'm like, I'm glad nobody's in the basement. <laughs> 
oh, you don't know if there's a hidden camera there that <laughs> your beautiful wife might have hit on you so she can have some wine in the hot tub and, and have a little giggle. No, because my wife knows she doesn't want to hear me sing, but the only good thing is that she would be the first to admit she's an even worse singer than I am. Does she like karaoke? She still is willing to get up and, you know, if she's had a couple drinks and uh, and, and sing and, and, you know, as she says and said many times before, she's a preschool teacher and she's the preschool teachers where the kids say, please don't sing. <laughs> Oh, out of the mouth of babes. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of babes, how is your little BB? Oh, he's fantastic. And he did so good with the transition from the movies filming there for 10 days. Uh, he was out of his regular comfort zone. And it took him a couple days. He would kind of once in a while at night, he, I'd hear his little meowing like, where am I or where are you? <laughs> but you know what? He He's doing great. We uh, moved back into the main house. And uh, we, yeah, it's really weird because the first few days after the movies left, it still smelled like a movie studio. Like it, it smelled like the industry, which is really weird. <laughs> no, I've done just a little bit of film work and I did a lot of theater work and I know what you're talking about. It's the, it's the smell of the lights kind of hitting those gels, the colored gels. And because they're plastic, they heat up a little bit and they, and they have a scent and that's kind of this movie set or theater scent. I know exactly what you're talking that- about make sense and like gaffer tape heated by the hot lights and lamps and everything that makes sense but just a hint of key grip (laughs) we got to keep the curtains they made these they actually handmade uh the curtains and drapes for the main floor actually in the bedroom in the hallway too and we have like pull down shades and not drapes and curtains so i'm like hey those are fantastic and they go with my couch and because they kind of went with my coloring they used a lot of our stuff but so they were like we're not going to use them again sure and so i got to keep all the curtains and drapes that's very cool. Now, there's a question for you. Now, I, I know you know how to do this, and people could get in touch with you. If people have, like, a, a unique property or something that might work in film, uh, how would they be able to do what you've done? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I've placed so many of my clients' properties in the film industry. Uh, I mean, from TV series to movies, yes. So it is actually, uh, the, the protocol is really easy. Uh, if we have a good video or certain photos, like from certain angles, they want from certain angles, uh, we upload that onto their system. So the uh, BC Film Commission has a film locations list. And so the location scouts, location managers can go on that, have a look at what's there. They get to really know your property too. Once they use it, then they know it uh, and they will use it. So. Uh, and it, they pay good money. And like the director and location manager said to me is, Michelle, we leave a place better than we found it. And sure enough, they did a whole bunch of weeding and they regraveled my front and they planted a whole bunch of real flowers and I got drapes. And um, no, they're, they're, they're really, really good. They want to continue filming in this area. And so people kind of get worried that 100 people are going in the house and oh, and they're so COVID protected. Like they have the COVID unit. Everyone's really good. Uh, they get tested every day before they come on set. So it's really safe that way too, and they're they're fantastic. Yes, there's a whole bunch of people in and out, and there may be a little some scrapes, and there may be little things on the wall, especially if you have like a pristine property. But they will repair, they will take care of afterwards if there's any damage. So there was some damage, a little bit of damage on our property, but you know what? For for what 
what they paid and what they're willing to fix it for and stuff, you know, it's all worth it. And then you have this prized possession of for memory and, you know, also like the Smallville Farm and like so many other properties who have been, which have been used for either major feature films or memorable historical uh, movies and and TV, uh, constantly they have made so much money being that house or that property or that commercial building or that lot or whatever it may be. And they continue to make money and they actually can sell their houses if properly, uh, you know, exposed and targeted to the right people. They can actually make more money, too. So once you are established, yes, the location managers remember you and they love reusing your properties. So it's really easy. Uh, if you do, just contact me and I can help you set you up on that website so that you're in the, the um, list for filming in B.C. Now, are they looking for like specific kind of, you know, more unique properties and places like that? Or are they looking for even BC boxes, for example? Oh, Curtis, they need everything. In fact, do you remember the, the funny, funny film that was filmed in Cloverdale and they needed the BC box? They, that's the look they wanted. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Richard was like, that was my house growing up. That mom is my mom. Oh, it's really funny with uh, Adam Sadler. Sam- Sam- oh, Andy uh, Samberg. Uh, oh, um, oh yeah. I, I know the one you're talking about where he's the stunt rider and the motorbike. Yeah. Yes, I, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the name of the movie and it's going to bug me. But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so they need the Taj Mahal to the BC box. I mean, they really can use everything and anything, and they do need everything. One thing to think about, though, is as soon as there's a certain kilometer outside of the Vancouver area where kind of the union uh, has a kilometer radius to where if they're filming out of the radius, then the production has to actually pay each crew member and actor and everyone uh, involved in it. Uh, they have to pay them a per diem for food every day and a hotel stay because, you know, to be safe because they do work 12 to 16 plus hours a day and they get, you know, if they have to drive all the way home and then, you know, if they're in Vancouver or whatnot and then all the way back, it's unsafe. Uh, so they, they, yeah, so that's one thing. So like for us, they the production said if they filmed the whole 15 days there, they were going to have to pay $150,000 just in hotel stay and food per diems for the crew and everyone. So uh, they don't like the film too much when it costs them that much more. Uh, so they did break down the days to 10 instead of the 15, but that's something to think about. They'll still use it, though. Agassi is used all the time. Harrison Hot Springs, they're right now filming. There's two or three Hallmark movies filming in the Harrison Mills area, like San Piper Gulf uh, Estates. Um, Sandpiper, they're filming there right now. So there's a lot of uh, filming out of the area, but just something to keep in mind. Very cool. And the name of the movie just came to me, Hot Rod. Yes, Hot Rod. Yeah, it was it was driving me nuts. I'm like, come on, you know this movie. Uh, okay, there we go. We got it. Uh, all right, well, we're coming to the end of uh, segment one here. But again, if people want more information on how they can get their uh, house in the film and things like that, and more information on real estate, where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. We're back with more right after this.
to segment number two of the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Now, Michelle's getting out her her crystal ball, and she's going to do some predictions here. Isn't that what you're doing? Predictions, yes. Only it's not your crystal ball. Somebody else made the predictions, and you're going to comment on them. That's right. Uh, putting the prediction the, the, the ball upside down and seeing what happened on the other end of this prediction. So CMHC predicted last year that Canadian home prices could fall up to 18%. <laughs> well, we all know what the market's doing right now. We all know what it's been doing the last eight months. Uh, last week we had on our show, it was the stat week, and eight consecutive months the market has been on fire. Crazy, crazy. I always say, no rest for the blessed. And realtors and buyers are really, really busy. So uh, they, the, the, their predictions obviously uh, were not correct. It, a difference in a year? Yes. It has been a huge difference. In fact, I mean, just as the stats of last week, you know, median price for detached homes in Mission went up in one year 40%. 40%. Crazy. So uh, the, the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, which is CMHC, made an attention-grabbing but plausible forecast that Canadian home prices could fall 18% over a 12-month period as the pandemic wreaked havoc on the market. However, now former head of CMHC, Evan, first made the comment to the House of Commons Finance Committee warning the government that a 9 to 18% drop in the national average home price is possible uh, if the economy didn't improve. So nobody predicted exactly what would happen. But again, when was the last time we were in this major of a pandemic in our area? So that has turned uh, upside down uh, in all different ways because it definitely wasn't that. Uh, so the, for the housing market news alerts uh, on the um, where, where Siddell said that the housing agency caught a lot of flack for that and uh, that alarming statement that they made as it generated considerably and mostly negative media coverage. I mean, there was tons of media coverage on that, but now there's tons of media coverage on how crazy the market's been. Uh, But it was a pretty gloomy forecast, and they were really worried that it would actually put psychologically in buyers' minds and cause an effect by saying that. That's why they were kind of, you know, worried about it because they thought it would actually cause an effect. Like you say it, now it's going to happen because people are going to think it. Well, that's, you know, the media. People b- believe the media. And uh, so you have to be careful sometimes and just look at all the uh, stats <laughs> and look at all the information in history and put 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 it together for yourself, you know, uh, what's going to happen. But uh, it looks like uh, with economic conditions, I mean, they're expected to return to pre-pandemic levels by the end of 2023 is what they're saying. Uh, if broad immunity to COVID-19 takes hold by the end of 2021 this year. So this includes the pace of home sales and prices, which we all expect to see moderate uh, from 2020 highs over the same period. Meaning, so it's eight consecutive months of craziness uh, and, you know, it's still going to be crazy and prices are still going to be high and this is still going to be a great market, but it is 
starting to shift a little bit and, you know, it looks and appears like it'll shift more after the summer, possibly fall. But, um, you know, definitely we're kind of looks like in our the height of the market. So uh, then I wanted to talk about the how how as a buyer, because it's so crazy hard right now to be a buyer. And if you're putting over 20 percent down starting June 1st, it looks like it's going to affect your uh, purchase power by 4%. And that's, so that's not just the people paying over 20%, but it, it, it actually, in fact, because the stress test rules are changing, it's going to affect everyone because uh, in, in their buyers, you know, are going to be affected and they're affecting what they're buying. And so in essence, it's going to really almost affect everyone, but not too bad for 4%, but still it's something. And so I wanted to give advice on how to score the lowest rates in Canada's rising interest rates as they're, you know, doesn't look like they're going down any further. I mean, it's practically free money right now. Uh, so uh, they, they, you know, 5% or five-year term rates, the term rates are moving up. We know that the base rate, Bank of Canada says they're not going to change probably till 2023, which pretty much promised that. Uh, but, okay, some advice. So if you're a buyer, don't delay don't delay getting pre-approved because you will regret delaying. You will regret missing out on the low interest rates. If you're doing a five-year term, if you're doing any term, uh, you want to make sure you get pre-approved right now. Mortgage brokers and banks can hold your rate up to 120 days for you. So don't delay. Just get it done. And some banks, just so you know, it's 90 days, but most will do 120 days. And if the rates go down for some reason, you will be safe. You will get the lower rate. But if they go up, you will be counting your blessings. You will be sleeping better at night. Uh, you will have a smile on your face all day long because you got pre-approved because you took the moments to do that. So on my homepage, I actually have a link. It's pink. It's a pink link. And it's to get pre-approved in six minutes uh, by Haystacks Mortgages. If you want to get approved, pre-approved in six minutes, Go on there, do it. You'll know what it is. You'll have three best option rates within that six-minute time frame, and then the mortgage broker will call you directly afterwards. Or contact me, and I can give you the contact information for Thrive Mortgages or any of my multiple great mortgage brokers. I've got a handful of amazing ones, I'm telling you. Uh, so you know, 18 years in this business, almost 100 transactions a year, you, you tend to be really good good service providers. Uh, yeah, I, I have to say, like, that was one of the things about when, when we bought our house with you is, like, if we had any questions about anybody or anything, you had names for us, two or three names off the top of your head. Oh, go here, go talk to this person. And uh, it's that networking that really kind of makes life easier for the, for the buyer and seller when they have an, an agent like yourself. So true. And everybody loves a referral, somebody that somebody knows and somebody that somebody's worked with and somebody that somebody trusts that they trust. So I'm glad it, it's very good. It took me many years to get really, like, really get to know a lot of service providers and how they do their work and then to get to know me. So it did take time, but it was so worth the time spent really looking for good ones because I, I got really good ones now. But okay, so the second point is make sure you have minimal minimal debt and good credit and proof of adequate work income and a down payment of minimum 5%. So not bad. 
But those are some things you want to make sure you have uh, in preparation of getting pre-approved in order to purchase a property in this amazing Fraser Valley area that we're in, where the market really only ever goes up. And when it comes down a little bit, it's only a little bit. It's only for a little bit of time. Uh, So you just ride it out until it goes up again. So it's ever going up. So uh, third point, compare rates with multiple lenders to make sure you secure the best rate. It may sound normal, like, of course I would do that. Uh, But really seriously, using the mortgage broker is going to save you so much time. Because if you go to this bank, you know, the bank you bank at, uh, credit union, uh, this other bank, you know, whatever the case is, if you try that, you're not only are they actually checking your credit, each one of them, each time, but you also have to try to supply all their paperwork that they ask for, fill out their application every time, and it takes time. It's a burden. Uh, all of us, time is money. Like it, So just hire a mortgage broker. They check your credit score once and they shop that credit score they give to everyone. They shop around for the best rate, as well as your paperwork. There's one application, their application, and they shop around multiple, like they've got hundreds of banks and financial institutions in, in their cookie jars. I mean, they do that work for you. You only have to do it once. So uh, that is a good tip for you. And uh, they, typically, you don't pay for a mortgage broker unless it's a commercial loan that you're wanting. Uh, so keep that in mind. And after your pre-approval, do not purchase anything like a car. <laughs> uh, don't get a new loan or lease. I mean, this terminates your pre-approval, and you'll never believe how many people don't know that. They get pre-approved, and they're like, oh, yes, we're good to go. We can buy a house of this, pro- of this, uh, you know, height, and then they go buy a car, or at least in, in the meantime, or whatever, and uh, get a loan, get a credit card or, or something, thinking they're good to go. Their credit's so good, they got an approval, and, and but no, that actually terminates your pre-approval instantly, and you'd be shocked at how much lower you'll qualify for. Like, a, a lease of, I think it's like eight $800 makes a huge, like a $200,000 difference on your pre-approval amount of what you, you so that it makes a big difference. So don't buy anything after you get pre-approved until after you complete on your new place, then go shopping for a new car or whatever. Um, and then, of course, lastly, have your closing costs ready. So there's property transfer tax here. So that's 1% on the first 200000 and 2% on the remaining up to $2 million, and then it goes up from there. Have your conveyancing costs. It's typically around $1,000, could be a little more. Uh, that's the lawyer or notary conveying the property for you. Uh, and then, of course, you want your inspections. If you can get your inspections, get your inspections and uh, those costs as well. And you might want to serve site survey or your bank, the bank may require it and may not pay for it themselves. So site survey possibly might need that. And if you're buying new or land, it is GST. You have to think about 5% GST. But if you're not buying new or land, yeah, don't worry about the GST part. So those are your closing costs. And heading right into amazing two listings I have, Curtis. I'm so excited about these. All right. What do you got? Okay. So I've got a brand new listing just hit the market yesterday off 14th Avenue in Mission. It's over 10,000 square foot lot and it's a gated driveway. You actually go up the driveway, long, beautiful driveway up to your beautiful abode. Actually, this house really, it is for somebody who wants uh, good, either maybe a flip 
uh, but TLC, you got, but the, it, it's got natural wood, it's the beams, the views, the views are really nice off the deck up because you're looking out of the valley and you can see the Mission Bridge. So it's really nice that way. And of course, it's gated. So um, that one actually has a suite. Uh, it's not an authorized gate. It needs some appliances. Um, and maybe some flooring. So it's some TLC here, some little, you put it in your taste. Uh, it's a four-bedroom, three-bathroom. It's almost 2,700 square feet in size. The house was built in 1966, so it's got character. If you want character, this got character. And it's priced at $899.99. And, nine. and then, so that's 900 folks. Uh, and then I've got a really neat townhouse in Chilliwack. It's uh, in Sardis area and off Shellfield Way, and is a rancher with a loft. So the master bedroom's on the main, uh, but there's no age restriction in this complex. So you might think, oh, master on the main, like rancher with a loft, it must be age restricted. No, it's not. Uh, it's a three-bedroom, three-bathroom, a little over 1,600 square foot, built in 2003, priced at only 529000 Now, to let you know about this townhouse, it's actually um, going live, I believe, on Monday. It probably won't hit the system today, probably Monday. So keep an eye on that. Call me if you want to. It's an estate sale, so it may take a few months before it can complete. But the last ones that I've all sold in there, you know, there's a couple on that just hit the market last couple of days, but I know they've all gone multiple offers way over asking around five, you know, 75 or so. But this one um, doesn't have many updates. It's very clean, uh, but not many updates. So that could be a really good deal for somebody who wants that. So 529000 And then I've got one coming up next week. Also, I thought I'd throw in here off Williams Avenue in Mission. And I don't have a price on that yet, but it's four bedrooms, three bathrooms. It's a very large um, home and keep an eye out on that one because everyone's looking for great places to live and when you see a new listing come up you you know it, it's pretty exciting so those, that's it uh, quote of the week you know sports sports teach us discipline and teamwork and so I thought I would bring uh, a sport uh, quote this week obstacles don't have to stop you if you run into a wall don't turn around and give up figure out how to climb it Go through it or work around it. And that, my friends, is Michael Jordan. Yeah, and there's a guy that didn't make his high school basketball team and yet had one of the most amazing careers ever. So he knows what he's talking about. Exactly. Very cool. All right. Well, if people want more information about real estate and what you can help them with, where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. And make plans to join us again next week when once again we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.